Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Tesco, where you won't pay more for the products that matter most to you. Tesco, every little helps. Right, I did mention this story earlier um, that you would have heard of, and uh, including front page of the Indo this morning. Seven million crash bailout will line pockets of insurers is what some people uh, think about it. And it's a story by Amy Malloy. Um, and uh, we were wondering, of course, because this crash crisis around insurance um, has uh, been uh, very worrying for parents as well, uh, what people think about it within the industry. And Marion Quinn is based in Limerick, uh, but she from the National Association of Childcare Professionals. And good morning to you, Marion. How are you doing? I'm fine, thank you. Um, so this is a multi-million euro essentially bailout or help to creches around the country. Um, the Minister for Children, Catherine Zappone, announced it. It's a one-off, though, the government says. So what do we make of it? Um, well, I suppose it's an acknowledgement that there is a serious issue here and that something needs to be done about it and that the government has a responsibility in this because the services that, that would be receiving the money would be services that would be delivering um, you know, the various different childcare schemes on behalf of the government. Um, so while, while um, the um, Taoiseach would say, you know, they're private businesses and, you know, you can't be, can't be bailing them out, um, they are the services that are delivering the state's public service um, of, you know, um, of childcare. So um, there is a responsibility. Um, we're, we're unsure of the details about the 1500. So not every service is going to get um, 1500. Um, some might be getting 500. Um, some will be getting more than 1500, obviously. Um, so it's dependent on the size of the service. Um, and we don't know yet whether this is a supplementary extra or whether it's uh, an advanced payment of a program support payment that providers get in June every year and um, for you know administration of the schemes that they deliver on behalf of the government. But how frustrating is it that this money will essentially go to private companies, to insurers? Oh yeah, that's that, that's really frustrating. And look, it's symptomatic of what's happening across the whole insurance industry, um, not just in you know in in, in creches, um, but you know in motoring houses in in the whole lot. Um, and that's why, like I mean, something you know significant needs to be done. And that we've seen of play centres, we've seen of activity centres, we've seen of community halls. You know, all of these kind of things shutting down or reducing activities. Um, because they can't afford to pay the insurance, um, so it's absolutely symptomatic of a wider problem, and it is frustrating. Um, you know that that money would be going or could potentially be seen as as kind of propping that up because the expectation could be there, like oh well, look if we give it this year, we could give it next year as well. But I suppose you know um, it, it, the difficulty was um, that there that we had many providers on to us yesterday who were saying, look, they'd been to the bank looking for an overdraft, couldn't get an overdraft, which means they wouldn't be able to pay their insurance. Um, and if they're not able to pay their insurance, then um, they wouldn't be able to open, you know, um, in, in January. So something had to be done. Um, and while while the minister didn't say, look, this has covered the insurance costs, um, it is about program support payment. Um, you know, it's, look, essentially that's where it will be going. It will be going to support people in terms of paying their insurance bill. Yeah, and, and Marion, the thing about the focus nationally, uh, it, it's been on creches in Dublin, but what about creches in Limerick? Uh, were they at risk as well of not being able to open in the new year? Well, absolutely. Um, because, like, so if, if you if you look right, so you've got you've got different types of models. You've got um, you know the ones that provide what, what parents would know as the free preschool years. So you know where the fifteen hours a week for um, essentially over two academic years. Um, those services are one hundred percent funded by the government, right? And they tend to be you know in, in a lot of um, kind of rural areas, they tend to be kind of small, you know, smaller services in the community. 
So their their funding is fully capped by what they get by the government. They can't ask parents for any additional. So if they're getting a rise, you know, um, an insurance bill rise of say six thousand extra a year, might not sound grand, you know, huge in, in the grand scheme of things for a business. But that's essentially two extra children. The full fee that they would get for two children or more than was actually um, for the year. And they would have no way of recouping that money. They can't raise fees um, you know, to, to parents. So they've no way of recouping that. So the services that were already struggling with sustainability would have had to close, without a doubt. Um, and then you've got, say, full daycares and part-time services. Um, and yeah, I mean, they do charge fees to parents. Um, and one way of doing it would, would be to raise the fees um, but they know they've got no appetite to rise fees because again you tend to get providers being vilified for rising fees. You know when governments provide funding, but I mean the reality is this is the type of bill they're experiencing, and and the money has to be found for from somewhere. Now we know that there are profiteering services. We know that there's a, a minority of services that you know are absolutely could well cover the cost of it themselves. Um, but the, but then we know there's a substantial amount of services. They can't, that they literally are, that the overheads they make, they make a, a very um, modest return on, on the service they're providing. And that modest return essentially pays for the building and pays for the, the owner's own wage. Um, and they're the ones, they're the services that have to be protected. Right. Uh, we're trying to Marion Quinn uh, from the National Association of Childhood Professionals. Um, so this is a stopgap and it's a welcome one. But there's a much larger issue here, isn't there? Because, of course, what's happened is it's the lack of competition in the insurance market in this sector that's created the problem. It's very hard to see how that's going to be solved for 2021. Well, yes, it is. And you see, and this is this is conflated with a lot of things that's been happening. So, you know, for instance, I mean, obviously, you know, people would be aware that there was kind of primetime programs that were practices in, you know, in kind of some services that, you know, was completely, you know, scandalous and, 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 and not permissible at all. Um, and that raises a kind of a risk profile in relation to crashes. And then we had, you know, on, on Clareborn Live the other night, um, you know, you had, uh, the, you know, it being reported that, you know, one in four serv- uh, full daycare services were on a high-risk register. Now, when people hear high risk, they think, oh, God, this is, um, you know, this is damaging to children. This is potentially, you know, kind of really, really dangerous. And then you hear insurance companies who don't know the inside of what this means and kind of going, oh, God, high risk, that's bad. And we, we're not going to be insuring there. Um, so, you know, it, it reduces the, the potential insurers. Now, the reality is, um, it turned out that that high-risk register um, doesn't mean that there's anything wrong happening in those services. It just means they're the ones that TUSLA will be prioritising their inspection visits, for example, because they haven't had an inspection visit in that service in four years. Yes. Even though the service was, was brilliant four years ago, but they just haven't had it. So now they're going to go out and, and um, they're the priority ones because they haven't been inspected. But again, if you've got that report in media, one in four, um, you know, crashes on a on a high risk register. Well, sure, any external um, insurer looking at that would go, oh no, we've got to stay away from there. Yeah. So it's, okay, yeah, it, it is, it's, 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 it's a huge yeah. problem with, with a lot of different issues going on. Absolutely. Okay. Well, look, there's some relief anyway for parents listening this morning about the immediate future, but a lot of things to be sorted out, and I suspect, uh, like a lot of things, it will be part of the debate in the run up to the general election as well, because yeah, childcare is very important for families, but also very important for the economy if they want uh, couples to be out working. Um, Marion Quinn from the National Association of Childhood Professionals, based here in Limerick. Thanks so much. Call Limerick today now on forty six nineteen ninety five.